0: on Local Now, Channel 525.
1: This is The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, you're Sue Freeze.
0: Thank you so much for joining The Sue Freeze Show, and I'm just so grateful to be with you today. I always pray before I come in here because I really want the Lord to be speaking through me, and I want it to be His message and His Word. So, dear Heavenly Father, I just lift up this time, and I ask for favor from the ears to hear, for eyes to be opened, brains and belief systems to be uh, acknowledging or opening up to what could be received here, Lord Jesus. And I just want Holy Spirit to be present with us today and just ask that um minds be open and that the Band-Aid be pulled off and that healing can begin and things can move forward in a healthy way so we can just acknowledge you as our Heavenly Father and also just know that you're there for us and that you have a purpose for each and every one of us and that you created us for a purpose and that we need to live that out. So Lord, just thank you so much for this time. In Jesus' precious name, amen all right so when i was coming in and last night and i was praying i wasn't feeling well yesterday and i went to bed early and and i just asked the lord to heal me number one and number two for there to be a fresh anointing and a fresh uh message so that you can hear it receive it be healed from your past so that we actually can really move forward into this new time and it is a new time every day is a new beginning so putting the past behind you God has promised a new life to anyone who believes in Jesus. Do you realize that? Do you believe in that? Putting the past behind you is life-changing and God will help and strengthen you every step of the way. Now, I always share and interject stories and people say it's the stories that really uh, mean the difference because they might hear scriptures and just hearing stories really helps. So uh, my personal story is is that after 13 years of marriage, I was going through a really trying time in the marriage saying, you know, God, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And I just got to the point where I felt like I was failing, the marriage was failing, and there was just nowhere for me to go but to look up and to ask God to just come in and do its miracle. Now, that wasn't the first time, but that was like the breaking point to where I got in fetal position, I'm in the shower, and I'm just crying out to God to please just help Because I knew I couldn't fix it, even though I tried so hard for those 13 years of marriage. And uh, at that time, um, I reached out to 800 help for me And some of you might know of that organization or remember the ads on KKLA way back when. This was a long, long time ago. And I actually took the plunge and made the phone call. And I had to get to that low, low, low level, you know what I'm talking about, before I could reach up. And I felt like the more I tried to dig out of my hole, the more dirt just kept piling on top of me. And I just couldn't get free, couldn't get reliefs. I couldn't get relieved of what was happening. And I just felt overwhelmed, overcome, and stuck in the moment. And so with that, maybe some of you can relate to what I'm talking about right now. And maybe some of you are feeling this right now. Maybe some of you have already gone through this and you've got to the other side or to the next adventure in the next uh, chapter. Wherever you are, God is with you. If you want him there, he's right there. You just have to ask him. And uh, sometimes that's difficult, especially for people that, you know, just try to do it on their own. We all have that, don't we? And it's when those moments come when we realize that this is out of our control. We don't have control over this and that we reach up, reach out, that the Lord, you know, uh, is there. Uh, Anyway, so for me, I dialed that number and it was a very humbling moment to that reality of I can't do this anymore. I just I can't do this anymore. What I'm doing, what I've been doing, it's not working, my belief system, everything is just not functioning at capacity, and I've got two children depending on me, and I just can't function. So I need help. I need help. How many of you out there are needing help right now? Ooh, wow. Um, so at that time, I dialed, I dialed the 800 help for me, and there was the kindest person on the other line. I thought I was going to go for three days. I ended up being there 21 days. this was 13 years into marriage. And during that time, I discovered that I had been sexually molested. I had had an abortion. I knew that. Uh, Other things had happened. I'd been raped. There's just all kinds of things that had happened in the Sioux Free's life. And not everybody knew this. In fact, it was a secret, a lot of it. And what happened at that time in the 21 days is I had intense therapy. I had time to focus on healing with the Lord's help and the Lord's power. And only he could do it is work through these details and it's like an onion with many skins and I got peeled back one layer at a time to where it was painful. It's painful work, but it's worth it. It's so worth it. And if you hear nothing else, understand that. And when I was getting ready to do this show today, the, the verse that came to mind, I have to find it because I don't want to mess it up. Um, hold on. I'm, I'm going to find it. It's right here. Uh, is Isaiah forty three eighteen nineteen, 19. And it says this, and I hope you're listening. Forget the former things do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. So that is the verse of the day. And it's a verse of a lifetime, really, because we are always evolving. We are always changing. And hopefully we are open to the lessons that the Lord wants to teach us every single day. And it's exciting if you accept it that way. It's in our belief system. So step one, if we really want to put the past behind you, which I had to do the work. And believe me, I had help. And I was so thankful. People said, I can't believe you're sharing all that. I can't believe you're sharing that you went into this institution. I can't believe that you're, you're exposing all of your, your, your personal stuff. And here's the deal. Here's the thing that I've learned, is that the more vulnerable and transparent that I become, the more people can be touched It's not me touching. It's not me helping. It's me being an open vessel to be used for His glory. And so for me to open up to you, listeners, and to tell you my deep secrets, they're not secrets anymore, and I've been freed from it and healed from it and released of the bondage of that secret and from the unforgiveness. So during this whole process, which was a long, and it's still not done, I'm still The Lord's still working on me. He's not done with me yet. And that's a blessing that he's not done with me. And he's not done with you yet either. You're listening to the Sue Free Show. Sue Free, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. And I would love for you to go to my website. I would love for you to search the podcast of 13 and a half years now. I'm amazed at that. I, I don't know about you, but I never thought in a million years I would be on radio and I would be talking to you on this platform. It's syndicated. It goes from San Diego up to San Luis Obispo. And now with the internet, it's all over the world, and I have people all over the world listening to the show. And I would love for you to share it. Uh, you can you can listen to the podcast at your leisure. You can go to Facebook uh, Live and listen Tuesdays 1.30, on the Sue Free show if you want to connect with me and be a fan. That'd be great. Um, I've exceeded friends, so so now it's fans. Anyway, so step one: Are you ready? Confessing, repenting, and asking for forgiveness. So confessing, confess with your mouth. So it says you see your past sins and you realize that you need to change to repent. Now, now listen to what repent means. Put the past behind you means that you do not only regret the past, but that you have a complete change of heart. You're going to change direction. You're no longer going to do that in which you make a covenant with God that you don't want to live this way anymore. Now, that's a big one, isn't it? Some of us have these habits, these things that have been formed, and they're hard to break. And we need Jesus in our lives in order to break these habits, these things that we're so used to doing, whether it's smoking, cussing, worse things, just whatever it is. You confess your sins to God. Pornography is another one that's really, really powerful. Just understand that. You confess your sins to God and pray that he will forgive you. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. First John 19. I hope you got that verse. It's wonderful. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. That's a wonderful prayer right there, isn't it? Create um, in me a clean heart, a new heart. Step two. Well, step one, let me just say that um, confessing, repenting. So you confess with your mouth, you repent, means you turn away from, you turn the other direction, and then asking for forgiveness. Now, this was hard for me. Not only did I need to forgive those that trespassed against me, but I also needed to forgive me for my bad choices, for my sin nature. I had to ask for forgiveness. I had to forgive me. I was tormenting me because I thought, how unworthy am I? The things that I've done, the choices I've made up to this point. Can you relate? It, does, this, does this apply to you? Because if it does, you can have freedom from this. Do you want that? How bad? The pain has to be worth the gain. Are you willing to, to do the work to get the freedom, the forgiveness, so that you can be freed and really live out God's purpose in your life? Do you want that? How bad do you want it? Oh my goodness, I already see. I see transformation. I see healing. I see so many things right now. But you have freedom of choice, and you are the one that needs to make this decision. Nobody can make this for you. It's you alone. Are you ready to put the past behind you? This is the Sue Freeze Show. Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word dot com. Go to my website and pick out podcasts that help you. This is a powerful message I'm giving to you, and I feel it with passion because I've lived it. And I so badly want you to be freed and to feel what I feel, even if it's differently, just to feel his presence in the room, to feel his love, his forgiveness, his grace is sufficient. To feel that and to know you can walk in that every day is amazing. It's just absolutely amazing. And I am praying for each and every one of you that you experience what I've Got to experience, and even differently, because we all have our own walk, we all have our own life, our own, you know, choices, and and just things that have happened to us, our own story. And I would love to hear your story. And if you'd like to connect with me, please do so. Go to souffre spelled like fries when we're Go there and connect with me. Tell me what's going on. Tell me if you need prayer. Tell me what you need. I don't know if I have the answers, but I know someone that does, and he is a heavenly father, and he's there for you, just like he's been there for me. He never sleeps. It's a wonderful thing. So step two is to receive, we receive forgiveness. The slate is wiped clean, and you get a fresh new start. The guilt of sins you committed in the past is taken away through forgiveness. You never have to worry about your past sins being held to your account because they are forgiven entirely entirely. Now you have the chance for a complete turnaround, a whole new life. You can put the past behind you. He will again have compassion on us and will subdue our iniquities. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. Micah 719. Here's another verse. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins, Colossians 1, 13, 18. Then he adds their sins and their lawless deeds. I will remember no more. He will remember them. No more Hebrews, Hebrews ten seventeen as far as the East is from the West, so far as he removed our transgressions from us as a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. Where are you in this walk? Where are you in this healing? Do you want more? Do you want to be completely, completely forgiven, healed? Do you want to have the freedom to just move forward, forget the past, and move forward into your present and your future? Do you want that for you? Because, oh man, the Lord wants that for you. And he's not holding you back. If you don't feel connected and you had a relationship, I, I, here's the good news is he's not walked away. He's not, he's not moved away from you. We move away from him. So is it time to draw near? Is it time to pull back in, to get back in with this? Here's step three. We get a new heart and a new mind. Your entire attitude of mind changes. Even though you are still tempted, you have a new heart and mind that God has given you. And your desire now is only for the good. Instead of pursuing your old habits and interests, your interest is in the kingdom of heaven. And you seek the things which are above with Christ. Colossians 3.1, if you need the scripture, you no longer have to be a slave to continuing your sin, committing sin, just because you are tempted through the power of the Holy Spirit. You can overcome the lusts and desires of your nature. Romans 8.12. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers. In the desert. Again, that's Isaiah 18 19. This is so powerful. I'm hoping you're getting this. I'm hoping that you're open to receive what the Lord's speaking into you right now. You have to be willing to do the work. Humble yourself, take away pride, take away ego. It has no place here in Jesus' name. And receive what God has for you in His Word. This is his heart, and he's speaking into you, if you're willing, if you desire. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians 2.20. When I was in this place for 21 days, I realized that the Lord sent his son to die in my place. And before that, I felt so unworthy. And when I really took that in, that he sacrificed his son now being a mother more than ever, do I realize the sacrifice that entails? And he did that for me. And if I was the only person on this earth, just as if you were the only person on this earth, that he did that in your place, that he took all your sins away so that you could receive what God had for you. You are that special. You are that worthy. Understand that. and Receive his love. Receive his grace receive what he has for you step four we move forward on the new and living way now you are ready to move forward striving for a life in christ your love for jesus and your gratitude for all that he has done for you drive you to follow him as a true disciple luke nine twenty three. discouragement laziness hopelessness and the like have no place in your heart because you believe what god's word says did you hear that? Did you hear what that just said? So check yourself right now. Are you discouraged? Are you lazy? Are you hopeless? Replace that. Let's see. Uh, hopelessness and the like have no place in your heart because you believe what God's word says. Do you? You have put the past firmly behind you, no matter what Satan. Satan is real, he's real. May try to tell you, what is he telling you? Don't listen. Rebuke him. In Jesus' precious name, always say the name of Jesus when you're talking to Satan because it takes all Satan's power away from him. Whew, that's good. Thank you, Lord. And the future is full of hope and faith. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. It is an upward call. It's an upward call. Philippians 3, 13, 14. But Jesus said to him, no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the spirit of God these are sons of God Romans 8:13-14 Here's some Christian quotes about letting go Getting over a painful experience is much like crossing monkey bars you have to let go at some point in order to move forward Do you get the visual on that That's C.S. Lewis So true my little daughter I remember when she was really, really young, and we'd go to the playground, and my little girl, she had a lot of strength in those arms of hers, and the moms just gasped when I allowed her to get up on those monkey boards by herself, and she wouldn't just do bar to bar. She would skip a bar, and she was really young, and the moms are like looking at me like, how could you let her do that without being underneath her? And the only way I could do that is because I already knew what she's capable of. I knew because we've already gone through the trials and tribulations. We'd already gone through all that that pain and that training. To know, and the Lord is saying, I'm here, I've got you, but you're going to have to let go of that past in order to receive what I have in the future. Are you ready for that? How ready are you? And what steps do you need to take to prepare you for that next step? Good stuff. You have to let go at some point in order to move forward. Decisions sometimes prove to be the hardest to make, especially when it's a choice between where you should be and where you really wanted to be. Let God have your life. He can do more with it than you can. Dwight L. Moody. Getting over a painful experience is much like crossing monkey bars. You have to let go. At some point, you got to let go in order to move forward. Do you get the picture? And we do need to do that. We can't keep holding on to what was. It's gone. What we need to do is start with the present right now, learn from the past. I've learned a lot from my past. I've learned what I'm made of. And I've learned what my heavenly father, where, he, you know, he needs to be in the first position in order for me to move forward. And when I do that, things work a lot better for me. And, and things go awry when I try to take the wheel. You know, Jesus, take the wheel. I love that because so many times I go, oh, I got this one. I know some of you are laughing or smirking or giggling right now. I got this one, Lord. I don't need you on this one. Yeah, I do that too. And you know what? It's much better to let him have it, especially when we have no power over another human being or decisions that are being made. We have no power over it. But guess what? The Lord does. And we can find, he can find favor. And boy, that's what we need. It hurts to let go, but sometimes it hurts more to hold on. Let go of the past so that God can open the door to your future. When you finally let go, something better comes along. To heal your wound, you need to stop touching it. That's good words, right? Letting go doesn't mean that you don't care about someone anymore. It's just realizing that the only person you really have control over is yourself. The more we let God take us over, the more truly ourselves we become because he made us. We always struggle so hard to hold on, but God says, trust me. And let go. I hope you've heard this message today because it's so strong. It's so powerful. And when we actually do this is when healing and purpose in our lives can become alive. And we need that. We need to rip off that Band-Aid. You know, I think about a splinter. I had a splinter and it started fester. Actually, it's still there. Uh, you know, when it's festering, right? And it hurts to pull that little splinter out, but that's when the healing begins is when we can pull that root out, pull that splinter out, pull, up, pull out our past so we can move forward. I, I'm praying for that for you. Thank you so much. This is part one of part two program. Be a blessing to someone. And we will, be back, we, blah, we will be back with more of the Sue Free Show right after this brief break. Have you noticed more insects or rodents in your yard or maybe in your home? Warmer weather means it's mating season.
1: SueFreeze.com. You're listening to the Sue Freeze Show: The Pursuit of Passion, Purpose, and Connection. And here again is Sue Freeze.
0: Thank you so much, Ecola Termite Pest Control, for sponsoring the show. I'm so thankful to be part of the Ecola team. We are hiring. If you know anybody that's looking for a career, not a job, it's a great position. Uh, If somebody would have said I would have been in this business 42 years ago, I would have said you're crazy. I was in the fashion world and I went from fashion to bugs, kind of funny. But you know, bloom where you're planted. And I'm saying if you're not sure what you want to do with your life, this is a great position. Uh, You have to have a clean driving record. You have to have a great attitude. We can teach the skill. We We cannot teach great attitudes. So come with a great attitude, optimistic, looking for the win, looking for problem solving. That's what we're about. So get in contact with us by going to... Um, E.C.O.L.A. Termite Pest Control, 877-332-2847-BUGS. Anyway, so today's show, oh my gosh, it's so great. Uh, we're talking about putting the past behind us. And what I'm realizing more than ever is that putting the past behind us is the only way we can truly live going forward. And so if you miss part one, go back, listen on your podcast, part one, uh, whatever, just go back and, and listen to it at your leisure. Uh, we're going to continue on with putting the past behind us. I had to learn this. So I'm going to give you some scriptures right now and fill in the blanks on just personal stories if, if they come to be in, in my mind. Philippians three thirteen fourteen 14. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. If I stopped right now and I asked you, if you, you listen to that scripture, what do you believe your prize is? What do you believe God created your prize to be? What is your purpose here on this earth? For me, I want to, I think the Lord wants for me to make a significant difference in other people's lives. I'm an encourager and inspirer. And uh, people have shared with me that they like the stories because it it just has a real Uh, a realness to life. And uh, sometimes people say that, you know, well, I look at you and you seem like you've got it all together and, you know, you're doing all these things and everything. And I'm like, yeah, but you know what? I wouldn't be where I am right now if I hadn't gone through the school of hard knocks, that I haven't gone through the work, I haven't done the work, that I haven't learned who I am and who I am in Christ. And the same would, I would think, apply to you, is that we need to understand certain things, some things I'll just, I don't think I'm going to ever understand. And when I get to heaven, I don't know if it's going to matter. I don't know if I'll ask the Lord any question regarding my life here on earth um, or just be so in awe of being in his presence. I think that's going to be all that matters. And hopefully I see the people that I love here on this earth. I, I would love to, to see them in heaven. And that's what gets me by from day to day with the people that are no longer here on this earth. And I know all of us have suffered loss of some kind and I believe dogs do get to heaven. That's just my own personal experience. I don't think the Bible says anything about that, but I just believe that I'm going to see my dogs again because I love them. But people more. Um, and I just want to say that with you, what is holding you back right now, which is what I learned, is, is not letting go of what has been. And when I let go, when I was allowed to, given the privilege of being in an institution to where they could work with me and help me work through the process of understanding that His grace is sufficient. It's when I got the freedom to break free of the bondage of unforgiveness, unworthiness, to where I could receive what God really wanted me to receive so that I could be better equipped uh, to, to talk to you right now. It's through the pain, through the suffering, that we learn perseverance, and learn about his grace, God's riches at Christ's expense. That's the acronym for grace. And I love that. I hope my daughter has grace as either a first or a middle name sometime with her baby making. Uh, she's pregnant again. So excited. Oh, I hope I was okay to say that. Anyway, so 2 Corinthians 5, sorry, Tiana, if you're listening. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. Luke 9, 62, Jesus replied, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. Did you hear that? No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. Did you hear that? That's pretty powerful. You could read right by that and not even get it. But that's pretty powerful scripture right there. So he's telling us what we need to do in order to move forward and to be, to, to do what he's purposed us and created us to do. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. Forgetting, forgetting. You know, that just hit me because I will say sometimes that I've forgiven those people, but I don't Forget. And he's telling us we need to forget. So here I'm here on radio with you right now, and that was a golden nugget, aha moment for me. I feel like I'm seasoned, but you know what? No matter where you are in your walk, he's still teaching us. And to be a leader, two things I know is that you need to be humble, and you have to be teachable. And I pray for humbleness, and I pray for teachableness. If that's a uh, Sufri's ism, or if that's a word. I don't really know. All I know is, is that I want to be teachable and I want to be humble. I pray for that. I want to be that. And uh, I think that that's really good. But I have, up till now, I remember those that have pressed, trespassed against me. I remember them. I've forgiven them and I felt like that was good enough. But now the Lord is saying, you know, you need to forget the past and move towards the future. So I've got work to do. And I'm telling you that because... See, we sometimes we think we've arrived. I, I didn't think I arrived, but I thought maybe the work I had done maybe was further along than now, what I realize. I still has some work to do. Darn it. But it's okay. Okay? As long as there's breath, there's hope, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is what? Love. Woo, Love it. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we, that means you and me. If we confess our sins, he, meaning the Lord, is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Did you catch that? Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That's what I was talking about. See, he loved me so much. It's pretty amazing. Second Corinthians five seventeen eighteen, therefore if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. A new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. How many of you wanna reconcile? How many wanna reconcile? That's a big word. It's a reword. You know why? Rewords are second chances. That's what when I first started this show, the Lord gave me that. And it's pretty amazing. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, Interesting thing happened on Facebook. Um, There's a gentleman who served our country, and he suffers from PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. His name is Travis, and he put on social media That he's struggling, and he also put that he's asking forgiveness to all those that he um, treated poorly, sinned against, whatever he's done. He's asking for forgiveness, and he just he he named certain names by name, and this is on social media, so that's broadcasting iniquity. It's broadcasting sin. It's broadcasting that. So at first I was thinking he was calling out, and maybe he is. He's calling out for prayer. He's calling out for. Uh, support. And we, as brothers and sisters, we need to be supporting. And I actually had this gentleman on my show a long time ago, and because he was working through details. And this is years and years ago. I don't even know. I didn't look back on my podcast to find him. Um, but he he spoke about what he's going through at that time. Now, that was so many years ago, I'm sure that He's progressed because he's now openly being able to express himself, to say he's a big sinner, but that he loves the Lord, but he falls short. Don't we all? And, uh, you know, just uh, when I reached out to him, I wanted him to know that the Lord loves him and to seek him first. And uh, I went on a lot further than that. But I, I kind of wanted to encourage him that his story can help even if you help one person with your individual story it's worth it i have a platform with the radio and i'm i'm i I believe my stories have because people have told me that they've helped them and i'm thankful and grateful for the opportunity to do that and it really adds another layer of thankfulness for me that what i've gone through um, by me being able to speak it out and and you know I am who I am, and the Lord's created me, and, and I have a purpose, and I believe that he's done all this so that I can talk to you and tell you that, you know, it's okay. The Lord forgives you, and his grace is sufficient, and that loving people is so important, and it's, it's hard. You know, there's people in our lives that are really hard to love. It's easy to love the lovable, isn't it? But it's much more difficult to love the unlovable, but they need love, too, and we don't know where people have been. We don't know where people have walked. We don't know what people are going through every single day. And if we can fade the size of a mustard seed, if we can plant a little kindness, a little something that's going to make them uplift so where they can see themselves maybe the way God sees them and give them a new hope, just shed a little love on them, it's a wonderful thing. I Today I had a conference call at 7.30, I have it, with my inspectors at Ecola, and one of the gentlemen, his name is David, great family man, I love him, he's come to the lake, we've water skied, I've, you know, been with the kids and everything, and one of the inspectors was, oh, same old, same old, and then David gets in and he says, you know, sometimes it's really trying to be an inspector because you have the husband and the wife and this is not a, a, an inexpensive ordeal to go through doing a termite job. But they have to do it or their house is going to fall down eventually. And it's really important to do things when it's small instead of waiting until they get out of control, right? Just like relationships, it's much better to deal with things as they come up than to have them pile on top of each other. And it's like a snowball effect. And as it goes down the hill, it just gets bigger and bigger and it'll roll you right over. That it's much easier to take care of things when they're small. Isn't that a life lesson for all of us? It is for me for sure. But David speaking up and just saying that, you know, he loves the opportunity of being able to be there and counsel and support and help any way he can, and that he feels grateful that at the end of the day, he gets to go home to his lovely wife. I loved hearing that and his wonderful children and they can enjoy life and they have a a career where it brings in income and they can pay the bills and they have a nice home and and all that, you know, and so I just I'm so grateful that he touched on that. Because it just made me feel so good. And then Daniel, uh, he got on, he was running, he's the sales uh, manager, and he says, he mentioned my name and he just said, you know, Sue, so many times says, if we can be the light in the darkness, if we can just shed some light in a dark time, then we've made a difference. And it felt good for me to hear that because it just shows me that the words I speak out of my mouth, that they're impacting and they're making a difference. As they can with you. You are here. You were created for a purpose. God put you on this earth, and He has a special, special place that maybe only you can fill. And if we get caught in our past, if we let the past just pack us down to where we we feel like a little little light that's under the lamp uh, under under the whatever they say l- I think lamp or something. Um, it can't shine bright, and so the city doesn't get lit because it's under instead of being able to just light up the world and if it's one little candle one little light we know that that you can see better if you have like you, you turn your um, little lighter on right you can see better how about the stadium where everybody puts on their phones now with the the little uh, light the flame it's so awesome to just in the darkness to see all those little flames and and that's kind of like the holy spirit it's kind of like What we all can be in this world, if you just get that visual of that stadium where everybody has that phone, and that just came to me. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that, because that's what we are. And one is just one, right? But if we all come together and we help each other and we love on each other, we can all have our light shining bright. And don't we need that more now than ever in this world? And if we stay in the past, stay in just two years ago, we're not going to be able to thrive through The next thing that comes up and our children are watching us, parents, our children are watching us and we have to be strong for them. We don't want to live in fear. We want to live in strength that God gives us. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone. The old is gone. The new has come. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Do you hear that? This is the Sue Freeze Show. Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, when word dot com. Go to my website and check it out. There's so many things for you there. And I really, you know, I've worked really hard with that. And I just really would love to have you get the benefit, the fruit uh, of what's there. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. How many of us want that? What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the father, we too may live in a new life. If we have been united with him like this in his death we will certainly also be united with him in his resurrection for we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be done away with that we should no longer be slaves to sin you know it says in the bible for we all fall short of the glory of god we all fall short and that means that we will sin he he knows that we're going to sin That nature is in us from the fall, but he also knows that he gives us a way out. The temptation is not more than the way out, but every person, he gave us freedom of choice. We're not robots. He gives them freedom. He gives us each freedom of choice because he wants us to choose him. He wants us to choose a righteous life. I did a whole thing on righteousness because I wanted to understand that word and all of that. So you can go into the archives of the podcast on sufrize.com and you can find it, and it's really, really healthy, really good. Do not say, why were the old days better than these? For it is not wise to ask such questions. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish that I may gain Christ. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. That's so sad when I think about that. You know, not all of us have the role model mother or role model father. I didn't have a role model father. I had a father who was passive aggressive. I had a father who wanted a boy and got a girl. And he was very, he made it very well known that he was wishing he had a boy. So I did everything I could to be like a boy and i am a tomboy and i love uh motorcycling and doing all the guy things i really do much more than the girl things um but i enjoy it all but i know a lot of that was to win his his love um in in young young age and uh now he's gone he's been gone since he was 60 and um you know it's okay right before he died he saw me Uh, When a car on American Bandstand He was dying of cancer, lung cancer And he was in the hospital I went and saw him regularly And all he ever wanted was a root beer float So I'd get him a root beer float Um, But we didn't have the best of relationships Because he didn't say I love you He didn't physically touch me He was very non-affectionate And like I said, he was passive aggressive But in those last days I was thankful that I had the opportunity To just sit by his bedside and, And talk to him a little bit He never really opened up to me Uh, And I found out after he died that I had a half sister because he was um, when my mom and dad divorced in fourth grade, um, he met this lady and they ended up eventually getting married. But um, she was pregnant. I never even knew it. And uh, she had a daughter, Elise, and I have since, um, you know, began a relationship with my half sister that I didn't know I had. What a surprise that was. But uh, a wonderful surprise, really. Um, You know, just looking back. Anyway, I don't know why I said all that. It's just more of the story of, you know, if we look at our story and look at what life has has thrown us, it's all in how we um, view it as to our belief system on what is either propelling us forward or uh, causing us to stay caught or stuck. And I was stuck for a long time in my marriage because I kept thinking that if I just prayed harder and I just, I wanted to fix it so bad, but you know what? We cannot, we cannot fix somebody else. We can work on us. We can work on our relationship with the Lord. We can work on areas of sin. We can work on us, but we can't control another human being. And when I finally, finally realized that, it freed me of that, so that I could focus on what I did, or I could do something about, which is me. I need I needed the Lord to work on me, and I focused on that and stopped focusing on the outside because I couldn't, I couldn't really do anything about that. I was verbal. I would make. I, I didn't want someone to. I, I don't think anybody's a mind reader. I don't believe in that. I think that we need to vocalize, you know, communicate. We we're given a mouth and two ears for a reason. We should listen. Twice as much as we talk. I love that. Uh, But we do need to listen, but we also need to speak up. You know, if we want something different to happen and we don't say anything, then whose fault is that? You know, take ownership. All right. But if you say it and you say it and you say it and you say it and it goes on deaf ears, then there's something wrong there. There's something wrong there. And, and, uh, you know, we need to make a decision on what we're going to do about that. And yes, put it in the Lord's hands to give us courage and the discernment to know what to do next, each and every minute, each and every day, um, a heart with love, you know, just all those things. Isaiah forty three eight: Lead out those who have eyes but are blind, who have ears but are deaf. Oh, that's so funny! I didn't read that before. I just said that. That's so God. Thank you, Jesus. I, I that's so weird, but not. <laughs> Thank you, God. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven: I want you all to hear this scripture. This is in my kitchen. And I love this scripture because it just says so much and it, and it's encouraging. Are you ready? For I know the plans I have for you. This is the Lord talking to you. Are you ready? Are you listening? This is, this is the Lord speaking to you. For I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. That is a scripture that I just. Hold on to. Take an assessment of where you are right now. How are you feeling? How are you feeling in your life right now? Do you feel satisfied? Do you feel loved? Do you feel joyful? Happy is happiness. It's on happenings. But do you feel joyful? The joy of the Lord be your strength. Do you feel that? If you don't check it, and ask yourself are you are you stuck in the past are you stuck in the past is there work you need to do to release yourself from that so that you can be freed up relieved of that released of that so that you can run towards the the goal to win the prize that god has created you for but you need to do the work okay for me right now it's like i'm i'm in a book okay and i am the character And I I need to close this chapter in order to open a new one. It's like letting go of the handlebar so that you can grab the next handlebar. you got to let go so you can move forward. And I have to close a chapter. It's a big chapter, by the way. But I have to close this chapter so I can move forward in my new chapter. And God has something very grand for me set up. I don't know what it is. But he's got, got something really big. And I'm looking forward to what it is. And he's got the same for you. Be a blessing to someone each and every day. God bless you. Until next week. Bye-bye.
1: Ah, it's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home. Your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy, crawly critters. Even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. termite and pest control services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects.